Hey, Zombro fans, Russell 27 back here for yet another wonderful week of Zombro's action. We are joined by, once again, the single greatest co-host in the world, Johnny J25. His dedication knows no bounds. Mm. Leaving the country right now on a personal vacation or something like that, he is coming live from worlds beyond to join you this Sunday on the Zombro's podcast. How are you doing, John? I'm doing well. I'm here from the six, aka Toronto. I'm on a mission to find Drake. Um, oh no! Oh, and the, the fact, <laughs> the fact that I'm here uh-huh. after being punched in the face less than less than twelve hours ago shows my dedication to the show. You really want to uh, tell got, this story, man? I do, John I do, is I like, do. I want to tell this. And then we just, <laughs> he just led with that. Didn't even let us develop into this. <laughs> I got rocked in the face last oh night, all in what I call a series of unfortunate events for John. Yesterday oh. was a bad day for me. Well, before we get into that, John, we have two very special guests on the show. These are patrons who support mm. the show. We have both Sean and Sweet Lofi on to discuss zombies. To really, I mean, without you guys, we can't make the show like it is. We won't have the ability to do the things that we we're able to do and all the bonus content. So thank you both. And to all the Patreons who support the show, this is our way of trying to get you on here, get you involved in the conversation. And it always gives us another lens of perspective that is always desperately needed because sometimes we're up here in YouTube land as much as we try not to be. And then you guys come in and be like, mm, actually like Ray gun project one time was like, you know, they're probably going for a noir feel in the ending of the classified Easter egg. And you're just like, I don't want to like you anymore. You're like, you're like, fuck, this guy's good. I don't, I don't want facts. <laughs> I want, I want feelings. <laughs> He's better at our show than us. <laughs> So, um, do we want to get into the que- the standardish questions we ask every time uh, when we have new people on the show, John? Or do you really want to tell your fucking punch story? Uh, I think we should first introduce who we have on the show. Okay. Say their names. I did. Already, <laughs> so so we've you're got... not paying attention. So thank you very much. I'm sorry, did I miss that? You did. I'm sorry. Already. <laughs> As you were saying that, I was actually just arranging my screens. That's <laughs> yeah, it's it, probably my bad. No, it happens. I get it. I get it. All right. So, um, John. You want to take it away with a question for either Sean or Sweet Lo-Fi? Sure. Uh, first one. This one actually. So I made a video earlier in the week, mm-hmm. kind of talking about like a lot of people. So I made a video trashing transit again. Oh Jesus! This time, oh, Why? This time I was explaining that like I, basically though I was actually playing a little bit of devil's advocate, where a lot of people were like transit and Black Ops Two were my first map, so that's why I like that map so much. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious for you guys. What was your first zombies map, and where does that exist in your like zombie lore, internal lore? You know, mm-hmm. like how do you feel about it? What's your guys' first zombies map? We'll start off with you, Sean. Uh, well, um, actually, Transit was my first map. Oh, perfect! Um, Look at that. Oh, my was my first game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Um, so I was introduced to uh, zombies by a couple of friends who um, had been playing it since the beginning. Mm-hmm um just casually and i i quite enjoyed it it was it was an interesting experience um i was very much into the um multiplayer side of it playing it as a a group which i think everyone agrees that transit is great in groups and horrible solo Mm -hmm. um but yeah yeah i uh I I actually used to go around to their house and play couch co-op, and so you get all the joys of um, live reactions from everyone while you're while you're playing this. And we often have a really good uh, time gaming together. So 
in fact, that actually all surmounted to transit being quite a, a very positive experience for me as a, as a first map. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that was the mistake I made because, like, I feel like Call of Duty peaked around Black Ops 2, you know? It so I wouldn't did. be shocked if a large chunk of the community, their first map is actually transit. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, I will say some of the best zombie memories I have are when I'm playing with people. Oh, 100%. that's one of the things zombies is at its best. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, they managed to get me through the experience of, um, you know, the, oh, we survived to round three this time. How do we, <laughs> how do we get past that? And, oh, maybe if we buy the gun on the bus, we can reach round six and get past town. Or, you know, it's it, all that learning zombies at that stage was great fun with it, as a part of a multiplayer team. Um, purely because of um, the great fun you can have on it. So when you see anti-transit shills like myself going after the map, how does that like? How does that? How does that make you feel? Is that like? You think, I mean, you think I come like, in oh, at John, a very different about? experience to you, so I, I can understand that transit. Now, looking back on it, transit is is. Uh, I can agree, it's not a great map. It was a great fun multiplayer map to play couch co-op because you get mm. all the live reactions from everyone, but it was very lacking so i can understand people who actually come from before black ops 2 thinking that it wasn't that great mm -hmm. well that's a very mm -hmm. enlightened opinion and very open-minded and understanding i that's great because <laughs> there's some people who watch my video and they go john you suck at zombies you don't know what you're talking about you you're slut and i'm yeah. like it's like oh uh, wow all right i'm gonna go home and cry tonight okay it's like all right this is what we're doing tonight all right, sweet Lofi, what about you? What was your first Zombies map? Oh, my first Zombies map, um, it was pretty much the same as most OG people out there. Uh, freaking, you beat the World at War campaign. You're like, oh, that music is going off. They nuke you in the Japan and like the after credits part. And you're like, that's sweet. I, I spent a good amount of time in this. I'm ready to go to bed. And then you see that stupid Nazi zombies red letters, and I'm like, What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That again, like the same reaction with everybody. Like it catches you off guard, and that's what hooks you, man. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I start going into all these crazy YouTube videos on on the internet, and I'm like, this is real something. And read actually, my first YouTube video of yours is one you might actually hate. It's oh, titled, oh I think, Oh boy, The Mountains of Mars. No, Shangri La is on Mars. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, caps. No, I don't hate. Point. I don't hate that video. That's a great video. Oh, you don't? <laughs> I do. Oh, it's it's just because it's the past. It's funny to be like, ah, that shit. <laughs> speaking of speaking of going back in the past on old Reed videos, yes. uh, for the oh. patrons out there, so we recorded a bonus episode on the twenty eighth that Reed has been lazy and forgotten to upload. Mm -hmm. Where, without Reed knowing, I dig through his old catalog of videos and make him react to them. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I, I told, I, I said to Reed, I said, I have an idea for a bonus show. But I can't tell you what it is. You're yep. just gonna have to trust me. It's oh, gonna I be was fun. worried. I was and real he's like, worried. He's like, if this is gonna be, if he's like, fine. But if this is bad, we're not uploading. I'm like, no, we're uploading this. <laughs> it's yeah. going up. And I found it more uh, amusing because when he said that, I'm like, really? Like, no matter how bad it goes, even if this destroys our careers, you're just committed to <laughs> uploading it because you're not. I gonna, am committed to this idea. Redo an hour. You're like, no, but it was the idea. So I didn't get the idea that he's like, no, this idea is foolproof. Where I, I more interpreted it as just like, I don't care what happens. I could, 
I could defecate on screen. We're opening it. I am not doing the video <laughs> this again. Is a, this is a can of worms. Where if we're both naked on screen, that shows what happens. <laughs> and like, but but I also I, when I when I told him like we're uploading this, I yeah. saw it in my head. I'm like, this will either go two ways. We'll either react to the videos and it won't be that great, and we'll learn that that's just not a good topic for a bonus episode, yeah. or it'll be a fun trip down memory lane, and that's what it was. So that'll yeah. be up soon it yeah. just reminded me of that but so sweet low you've been you've been around for a long Never. time you've been, yeah. you've been oh, sticking yeah, around definitely. hell yeah <laughs> um oh we should we should mention you have a dope ass setup yes i want him to do that but first i want to i'm going to transition bigger so people can get a better look at mm. uh the, his whole dig here so let me just get a display capture up uh, if everyone's patient for just a second, because this is so cool that I, I really want people to get a, a very decent look at uh, at this. So add that source, and then I'm going to cut it. Um, and I am so jealous of this. I know. Yeah, so I when, know. We, when, <laughs> we jump, when, when we jumped into the call, we, we saw this, and we're like, oh, we got we got to show this dedication. Not gonna, you guys aren't jealous of my bank account, and trust me. <laughs> trust me. I Maybe very, not, but the setup is great. You got <laughs> to appreciate the setup. I very much love the setup. Anything with like glowing lights, man, gets me. It's like oh, dude, it's I feel... RGB, man. It's just like, oh, I know I need to avoid that stuff, but goddamn, it's so pretty. I, I just do like the glowing guys... lights, but I have a hard time sleeping with them on. Blue oh, lights yeah. kill me. Oh, the people just told me. I just wish you guys like recorded the show at night because I got lights, if you notice, all over this room. Yeah, I see like, in the back. Who's anyone to pop up? Yeah, the blue. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So here we go. I got you. It's the quality because i'm blowing it up and it's coming from a camera and it's a whole bunch of stuff so it's a little make do just try and see what he has this is awesome all right all right so uh, take us through well, it. i'm on a macbook so okay yeah. so first off you got this wall with all the black ops three maps that's my favorite black ops zombies actually yeah all, all the memories um i have all of reed's posters yeah uh, guys <laughs> yeah a little uh let me sell off his merch a little bit here you got the Shit death four series yeah. you know oh. uh, Remastered series. Um, right here are more of Reed's posters. Ah, which, the perks. Um, uh, <laughs> free advertising, and Love then Widow's wine is just chilling right there. Above <laughs> just the in the corner next to Gorod. Uh, I feel so bad for Gorod. The, the TV covers. Yeah, oh, look at that light. Yeah, revelations. Love it. I have the the awful disposition of having to wake up to Monty's ugly ass face every yep. day. Yeah. Um, I feel get out of here, Breeze. You got the the box, my wallet, uh, some Zombros merch. Yeah, uh, you do. Uh, down here is probably everyone else's favorite. Uh, yeah, like, this is the really yeah. This was out. this was the coolest part of the setup. Uh, like a couple years ago, I made a whole bunch of uh, free perks with like some stickers my friend just gave me, and I made a ray gun with my best friend uh, Scott that. Butler. Shout out to him. Now, how um, did you make? How did you make the ray gun? How'd you get? Oh, how'd you go about that? It's uh well, I had to tape it to the the, the stand. Let me take it out for you, just you guys. Um, sure, you don't take so it off the stand if it's fragile. Yeah, I don't want to. It's incredibly wanna... fragile, dude. Okay, so be very careful with it then. Okay, so do you guys have a good look at that? Is oh, that good? yeah, I just hit. It's, it's, it looks good. So this is a, a ray gun that I bought from Walmart. And what I did is just covered in paper mache and used styrofoam uh, to just yeah. make every other individual part. And this is like trash built if you get really close up. But really far away, it's good looking. Yeah, good enough, um, man. <laughs> This is actually a solo cup that I cut in oh, half. That oh my god, I love purple, it! And yeah. put glow in the dark paint on it, and you can't oh. really notice it. This is all styrofoam. Uh, I'm 
painted that little stupid dial. It's yeah. nothing like that real one that you guys yeah, got, yeah. which I wish, yeah. I wish I won. Yeah. Like, I, I was hoping it's, for that. Like, it's not like the ray gun, and the quality's not there, but there's almost a charm and aesthetic 100%. to it that I, I like just as much, you know? Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Like, the ray gun is professionally 3D printed, and it has all these circuits in it. Yeah, sure. But this one, it's like, it's like that, that one's a labor of love, I feel. Yeah, like. exactly. Exactly. I just dropped it. Is it broke? Oh, it broke. I, I, I hope work. we didn't break it. Oh lord! Oh no! Oh no! If we did break it, then we might need to look into getting you a replica. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, maybe. Okay, <laughs> is it no just trash? Is it starting <laughs> to? <laughs> uh, I, that that Reagan comes with a bit of a story. If you guys don't mind me telling, no, oh, not at all. we'd love to hear it. All okay, right. so let's go back to the hypest era of Black Ops Three, in my opinion. Yeah. This is when Shadows of Evil the trailer dropped. I watched I that, that, that trailer. Time Jay uploaded a video. <laughs> keep going. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> no, sorry, Just ignore him. Just keep going. Keep going. Um, so Shadows of Evil, Black Ops 2 was done. They ended with Origins. That was the best fucking time of my life. I was on PS3, so I had to wait a month like every time there's a DLC. So that hurt me. Mm-hmm. And then they come out and they say, it comes out on PlayStation this time. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm assembling a squad because everyone else is on Xbox. Yeah. I'm on PlayStation. I'm like, I'm getting a crew. I'm doing every Easter egg on every map. And I did. So I got all my friends convinced them to throw the stupid Xboxes away. I'm sorry, guys. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, got them all PlayStation 4s, pre-ordered this, Black Ops 3, and Shadows of the Evil. That was the most hype night. Mm. Um, There's actually this, whenever it came out, me and my friends just got together in the same room, kind of yeah. like a LAN party, just brought all of our PS3s. Oh, yes. Yes. And uh, our TVs, and I brought my dumb fridge downstairs too, and I had all the things. It was oh, it so was a nerd cool. fest. No, that's but awesome. I love that. Yeah. And we did the same thing for Black Ops Four in this room. I had like diff the lights detailed to each individual oh, map. Anyways, dude, I love it. The reason we I made that ray gun is because me and my friends are a little bit of used to be cosplayers, and what we all decided to do is um, we were going to go to Shadows of Evil to this convention, mm-hmm. this anime convention called Acon down in Dallas. I'm okay. in Texas. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh we went as the Shadows of Evil. I was uh Jackie fucking Vincent. Yeah. And I was holding the ray gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um my, my boy Scott Butler, he was uh a shadow man. We actually he made his own uh summoning key. Oh. Is there is there a is there a picture of the whole squad somewhere? Oh yeah, what do you think my oh I changed it. I'll put it I'll send it to you guys or something. Yeah, I don't please, know. please, and we can like post mm-hmm. it on Twitter afterwards on the show. Oh that'd be awesome. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Uh, my boy William, Willie the kid, is what we call him. Uh, he the was kid. hero, uh-huh. and then he didn't have a girl, so we couldn't do uh, Jessica. I think. Classic. And then Classic my boy Walker, fans. Someone, someone has to take one for the team and put a wig on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we were trying honestly, but no. Like, I, I, the saddest thing is we only got recognized in the hotel going up to the convention, and it was a twelve-year-old kid. So, uh, but the looks I got from the ray gun are universal. Like everyone yeah. knows what that thing is. I love it. Oh, that's, that's so cool. Even though no one knew I was Jackie fucking Vincent, it was definitely worth it. That's so yeah. Awesome. Well, that's a wonderful story about all that. I used to do it with my friends all the time back in the day, especially before. I mean, when we were going down memory lane, like John, the first video, the WWE video, we would all bring over like their PlayStations. I kept buying monitors and we'd set them up. 
and we'd have four or five monitors, and we have a four or five Xbox or Playstations, and we do split screen Call of Duty. Like I remember World at War, like one of our stupid oh, things. Man. We'd we'd have like shotguns, like we'd go up behind one another, and we'd be like surprised and just blow their legs off because that's what you do in World at War, or cook grenades <laughs> and sneak behind them. We would do free for alls there. Modern Warfare Three, I remember as the years went on, the FNG Niners. One of my friends would be just like, no damn Niners, because they'd be trying to play normally, and we'd just go up and be like, and that'd be it. It was uh, <laughs> just wonderful memories, just like that. Like, everyone's going to come over. We're all going to play the game night. I love that, dude. Sweet lo-fi. That is, that is right on. Uh, well, that that I wish, hits me at home. <laughs> I wish I could do the same thing with Black Ops 4, but with uh, Treyarch down there releasing maps out of nowhere, it doesn't give me anyone room to plan for anything. Yeah. So yeah. Ho Hopefully they market Ancient Evil. I think it's going to be the 26th. So hopefully... Uh, is that I, I knew we were i knew we were looking at late march 26 yeah. march 26 because of the uh advertising one week that was delay. Released for april yep and there's a one week delay so if it's coming out in april for xbox then it has to come out a week before for ps4 because it says it's coming out in march for the ps4 advertising so that's by the way something we would have talked about on the show and that's all there it is boom easy Done. not i topics over my not ideal for my exam schedule, but I'll have to. That's fine. Do. I mean, I'm going to be in PAX East uh, the 29th or something like that for a little bit. Not business-wise this year. I didn't I didn't apply for media. I'm just going with friends, just being casual this year, being a filthy casual. Um, yeah. Well, geez, that was that was quite an awesome introduction. John, what was your first zombie map? First zombies map? Yeah. You know. Kino. Yeah, that's what I thought. I feel um, like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think I played, I, I think before I played Kino, I played World at War at a cousin's house, I think. Maybe not. Uh, no, no, that's not true. I played Kino and then I played Knock. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Kino was my first zombies map. Uh, that was, I was playing it like at a friend's house and then I, I had Black Ops. I had Black Ops for less than like a day, but I was just playing multiplayer. I hadn't even touched zombies. Um, and then I played zombies at a friend's house and slowly kind of got into it. You know, will always hold a special place in my heart. Yeah, I feel like they do for the, like, I don't know why, I think not, like, original World at War players, that experience of surprise. Like, the first time you experienced Knocked, I, I don't believe we ever got something like that again, where it was truly, like, you worked really long, never expecting to get a reward, and then you got a whole new zombie mode. Like, that's something that just blows your mind when you end up playing uh, the the game. So it's hard to reproduce that experience. But I like my first in love map was Darice. It still is. I mean, it's still my number one map of all time, besides maybe Der Eyes and Drocks. I go back and forth to those two. But like Knock is so bare bones. As much as I enjoyed it, like every new map, like Brooke, I was like, oh my God, Brooke's so cool. And then she knew, oh my God, she knew this was great. Then Darice was just like, this, I'm in. They got me. I'm going to, I'm in this for the long haul now. Ten years later, <laughs> ten years later, this was a mistake. This was a mistake. <laughs> but there was something just magical about like that connection. Most people like you have to a transit. Sean or John has to a Kino. I definitely have that connection to Doris, where even though I look old sometimes, and I'm like, mm, boy, that's not holding up really well. <laughs> there's still something about it that resonates with me. Um, okay, so do we want to get to topics, or do you have any more follow up questions you want to do? Because we got some great stories out of that. So I had I had two more questions. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so next one, favorite zombies map of all time. Sweet and Lofi, we'll, we'll kick this one off with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, easily Shadows of Evil for me. Just that the whole like the story I told you is the reason why. Like, what led up to it was like endless amounts of hype that I don't think could ever be surmounted, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. 
it did a good job of like building up to the hype or playing into the hype too, yeah. you know? Definitely. Like, I feel like some maps have like like Black Ops 4 had the hype around it but didn't really live up to it. Transit mm-hmm. had a lot of hype but didn't live up oh. to it. Some people didn't like Shadows of Evil, but I feel like Shadows of Evil pretty much met expectations for me. Oh yeah. yeah out of any launch map, I, I Shadows was definitely the best. I'd have to say received. Maybe Kino, you know, you never hear anybody anybody no, trash. But also I think Zombies was so new and unexpected still that yeah. the community was really small, but Kino was always hit with boring. That's the biggest criticism of it. It's a boring map. Mm-hmm. Because it's 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 simple. And that's kind of a it's also a compliment in other ways, because that means it just doesn't have a lot of bullshit. Kino's just a, a good experience. But it was a Kino's the kind of map that you can just get on and play. Yeah, but the graphics, man, dude, it, in Chronicles is the best Kino to play. I, I, I will play Kino Chronicles over Kino B01 any day of the week. Only because I can see that, but sometimes so Chronicles, great. sometimes I, I, I'm starting to actually not like the look of the Chronicles maps as much. Really? Uh, over time, they're st- I, they're, I feel like they're a little too oversaturated and almost a little cartoony. I do get the cartoony vibe, but BO1 was horrible with the cartoon vibe. Like, Doris looked like a mess. When we went from World at War mm. to Black Ops 1, it all went to, like, cartoon land for me. Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't think that at all. Oh, yeah. That go I look never, at go look always... at Doris. Go look at Doris, World at War versus BO1. It's a mess. It, it's like a fucking... You get the golden waffle. The, the whole place looks like a goddamn cartoon show to me. Maybe that's just because <laughs> you're... Maybe that's just because your first experience yeah. of Doris. But to me, I always thought... I always like to look at the black ops better than the board board i never felt that way this guy um something it's just mildly just a little too oversaturated that's my thought process on it that's fair but after like going from world at war bo1 bo2 and having like every map being grayer than the last seeing some saturated maps to me is just like i'm just well they'll eventually find the balance i'd rather have color than just the grayness we've had for twenty thousand maps in a row what do you guys think? Do you, well, like Moon, you, Moon was you, amazing. Do you think that the, that oh, the Chronicles yeah. look so holds up? Oh, Moon looks good. Yeah, Moon's got to be the best like map that's been uh, redone for Chronicles. I think Shangri-La holds up well. Um, I, I wonder if it, if it's actually less the art style. Maybe Kino's just a little too gaudy for okay. my taste. Okay. I've always had a pet peeve with all the... Sorry, sorry, you can go. <laughs> no, 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 please. please. Yeah. With, all of like the Black Ops Three and Black Ops Four maps, I've always had this pet peeve where all the guns look plasticky, or yeah. more, most stuff looks really plasticky. Yes, mm-hmm. and it yeah. kills the vibe for me because in World at War, it's just gritty. You feel like yes. you hold the gun and you're like, "That's metal. That's metal. I'm holding in my hand." Yep, and everything else is plastic. And and even the maps itself, especially when the textures don't load in, it it looks like you're playing in this plastic world or whatever. It just it <laughs> oh my god, it drives me nuts because on my PS4, textures always take forever to load in sometimes. And it totally lose, loses what I that feeling of like this is metal, this is wood. Like at least when I played Doris World at War, just like this feels like a crappy metal facility. This is absolutely. Mm-hmm. But when I see the other ones, it seems like I, everything seems smooth and blocky, very blocky, very unnatural. I find a lot of time when I'm running through, like when you see a texture and it's all together and like Gorod Krovi, I'm just like that is clearly a texture. That's not a pile of rubble. That's a pile of texture of rubble. And, and that gets to me sometimes. Not to a point of like, I can't play these maps. I hate, no, no, no. But it's just a little thing in the back of your head where you're just like, you know, I like World at War. <laughs> Spawning in on Grover Crovey still annoys me because of the, the textures just not loading in. Yeah. yeah. I, that always jumps out my mind when it's one of the first, like every time I, I'm in a game of uh, 
go rod crowby the first thing i see is just <laughs> everything's smooth and crap as everything's going from like mm, last gen rick tough and mm, almost bo3 mm, oh everything's loaded in it's like okay but it's like, I thought it was like that for launch, and then, oh, okay, it would be fixed in maybe a couple of weeks. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 Just nope. trash Gord Crowley even more. Yeah. I'll Not tell you. Mention, every time he's spawning, you just hear Nikolai screaming his ass off. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's true. This is an issue that I noticed particularly on PC. Maybe it's just because I need to really update my PC. Yep. But PC, I find that there's like a good minute where the game just exists on... A, it's running on a PlayStation 1. <laughs> yep. and, then it, and then it remembers that it's a PC and the textures come back in. Yeah. I had that issue on PC a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, but in the same vein, though, we, we can't ignore why that happens for Treyarch, because they'd argue, well, we get to put high-res textures in the game so it gets to load. I would also argue, yeah. why don't you do what IW does and load preload the game when you're in the lobby? Because you just mm -hmm. click it and you get in the maps instead of just like... And then you got to wait for the map to load, and then the textures to load, and it just this whole ordeal. Also, like, aren't you aren't you doing a lot of that pre-loading and pre-rendering in the in the cutscene? Yeah, right. And, and sometimes I feel like those cutscenes go on and on. You got to watch like three quarters of the uh, the the classified cutscene to get into the game. Yeah, it's... and even even after the cutscene's done, it it still does loading for like at least a minute. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's I like Black Ops Four when it actually. On launch, mm -hmm. it actually allowed you to skip it from the beginning. Not anymore, <laughs> but uh, I remember being able to skip it from the beginning and, well, even just load the map in darkness, which was sometimes better. It would have been better for Shadows and not have to listen to Hey You every time yep. you load the map. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's a couple lines burned in our heads for just stuff in maps or uh, triggering cues. Like even Derise and Drock, yeah. I have to turn the voices down because there's only so many times I can hear, Ya Doctor! It's like, yeah, no, please. No, I'm good. I don't have to hear the Easter egg shoved down my throat like Samantha every time. Uh, there's another point I want to make about textures and graphics. Oh, your first, I think there's something so important. You, you brought this up. Uh, I forget who it was now in conversation. Uh, but your first uh, impressions of the map. Every time even though it's maybe not your first time playing it, but your first impression as soon as you load in a map with Doris, audio design is such a big deal to me. It really captivates me in my immersion and my connection to games. When you hear the uh, mainframe closing and the announcer saying, you know, power level is critical and it's all going down, it really gets you into that world. And with Gorod Kroby, that was one of those things where I started hearing all the like artillery fire at first. I'm like, yeah, I'm really into it. But then I looked in front of me and it just like Roblox everywhere. It's like, <laughs> oh, so I think just call it Roblox. I forgot how it was. Roblox. Roblox. Okay, yeah. Roblox. Yeah. I'll tell you, I don't know what as much, meme is, as, much shit as, World War, as much shit as World War II got the, uh, what was it called? The, the Final Reich? No. Uh, the Darkest Shore. The, no. The Frozen Dawn. The no. Shadow Throne. Shadow Throne. There we go. <laughs> the Shadow Throne was really good at that. Because you'd load into the map, you had the sound of the blimp going by, you had the sounds yeah. of various people like being eaten alive. Yeah. Like, at, like like you'd walk into a room and there'd be a scene of a zombie on top of a corpse just like devouring them. You hear those screams. Mm -hmm. That map mm -hmm. had done a really great job at atmosphere and really setting the scene and the tone. Yeah. Much like what you said with Therese. As much as World War II gets bashed, some of the like the atmosphere it creates on every map is fantastic. Better than Treyarch has done in quite a lot of their maps. It's just 
fails on some of the gameplay aspects, but the atmosphere they created was one of the best in, in zombies in years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, being inside an Earth's statue room, being inside the blimp, man, that was awesome. That's still one of my favorite things where you battle, you see Straub die, and then you battle the other bad guy inside the blimp as the pests are just falling from the top of it. Going into like the tortured path when you're in the uh, like Atlantis sequence when you're underwater <laughs> and jumping from pillar to pillar. That stuff is so amazing. The giant statues of Barbarossa and Earthus there. Frozen Dawn, I really enjoyed just being inside Thule. Like, the atmosphere, they, they really, just to echo your point there, really did a great job of keeping me invested. And that's why I kept coming back to the game, no matter how many people liked it or didn't over the past year and a half that it was out. Uh, that That's one of those things, like, why do we care? Well, if the immersion of the maps is just like, well, I just want to go to these locations. I just want to see how crazy this shit is absolutely it's either the characters the story or you know the location is going to pull us in to want to play more all right mm-hmm. so next question i don't want to i don't want to draw on this one too long because i know we have a lot of topics we to do. cover we do but just for both of you so we'll start with uh sean where are you where are you at on black ops 4 right now like are you playing it much are you um like i just kind of want to get a grip on like are you guys playing it a lot what do you really like what do you dislike just so that we know going forward in conversation how you guys feel about the game yeah um well i i don't generally have much time to be playing because i have a lot of university work to do so um i i kind of at the moment i'm uh logging in for the two day uh the two tier skips Mm -hmm. pretty much every day so that i can get the uh the battle pass maxed out yep um but other than that at the moment i'm not really playing that often um the, the group I tend to game with, um, well, <laughs> I, I, I prefer to play with, with uh, other people because it's more fun than solo. Yep. And so I haven't spent too much time outside getting the tier st- skips uh, actually playing it. Um, but uh, one, of, one of the people that I game with regularly hates Call of Duty now because of just how it's gone. And so he didn't even buy Black Ops 4. And so that's mm-hmm. sad. And yeah. the the other friend that I game with, uh, I convinced him to do it. But he's again not on that often. So we we try and get the trophies, and we haven't had to try at the Easter egg because I ha- I just do not have time to be learning how to do it at the moment. Oh yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I I'm more of the casual player by the looks of it at the moment when when I have time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sweet and Lofi, whereabouts are you at with Black Ops 4 right now? Um, Black Ops 4, same thing with um with Retro. Um, I have university and work all the time, and it's sad, but whenever I come home from work, I do play a lot. Um, I think that this recent update was a big ass slap in the face to blackout users because like it took this whole like since uh launch of the game for me to get to battle hardened in blackout with my friends. Mm-hmm. And then they make this stupid update, which adds. Well, I have to do the same thing like a million times just to get back where I got. They take away the battle hardened skin once you prestige in that mode, by the way, which is garbage. Like I, even the the clan tag, dude. They take it away. They take everything away. They, there's no reason to play if you prestige, in blackout. Honestly. Why would you prestige then? What's the incentive to prestige? Is there any left? Um, the incentive is so once you, you prestige and you get all the way back up to to battle hardened, which is the same. They yeah. just made all the numbers bigger from the rewards. Oh. Yeah. So, like, instead of 10 points, it's 100, but it's the same thing. Like, they scaled everything up. So, they, but did you already, so, you, like, 
you already unlocked all that. You played all those hours, got the battle hardened, and then they relocked it on you. Oh yeah, I was press prestige. I was ready for this update. It's like, dang, I got a reason to play Blackout again. And then wow. they took everything away. And the only excuse was they had a they had a little stupid glowing patch that uh -huh. corresponds to the prestige emblem, and that's it. To each character, that's they took everything away just to give you a glowing patch. Oh my god! I don't know why at this point they're still so bad at that prestige rewards. I feel like Charge always sucks. It's been in the game for fifteen years. Okay, probably yeah. like ten years. And they now, still but... can't work this out. It's like it's like an afterthought. They're like, oh shit, we forgot again that we have prestigious. <laughs> and they're supposed to be, uh, you know, and it's like BO4 how about zombies and prestigious are garbage. There's no incentive to actually prestige until you permanently unlock weapons. It's also like, well, why don't I just stay at level fifty five and everything's permanently unlocked, oh, yeah. jackass. I don't get anything out of this. And I, for like for like oh, the okay. big, uh, sorry, no, no, for like no, the big rewards, like like Dark Matter, yeah. I was like super excited for that because in Black Ops Three, I I went in the multiplayer just so I could flex in zombies yep. with the Dark Matter camo. Yeah, and then they make it to where they're all separate, and I was like, okay, maybe they'll all be unique. Yep. Like maybe out from the start of the game, I thought there was a secret Dark Matter in zombies called yep. Dead Matter, and I yep. thought it was gonna be. And then, first of all, trying to get camos on zombies is impossible. Like, who can get three thousand six hundred headshots? Let alone kills with a single gun and not take forever. I, I gave up on zombies for Dark Matter. I'm only doing like doing that on multiplayer now. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. They they're trying to fluff out the game so it seems like there's more than there actually is. Hundred percent. That's one of my uh, just that's a core pillar of criticism I have for the game is there's so much fluff. There's so much artificial inflation of rounds, of difficulty, of uh time in the game. One of my uh, friends, Houston, he's Kingdom Hops on here, he's a moderator, he helps out with a lot of the videos. He's trying to grind right now for Dark Matter, and he's doing the Essex and all the different camos, and he's saying, it's, oh, I've been three days straight of playing, and I'm just about to get Dark Matter on one gun. I'm like, what the mm. fuck? What? This is ridiculous. It's a video game. It shouldn't be more than a full-time job to unlock everything. I feel very strongly that give me everything so I can try it out. Like, even a private match in, like, multiplayer, at least everything's unlocked, and you could have fun with your friends, right? In the past, mm -hmm. I don't know if they still do that. Do they still do that? I haven't. Yeah, like, they still do. Good. Still do. I think that's a core feature. Do that with everything. Like allow us to get that shit we never get to play in in a when it matters. We can gain XP and everything. Like you could argue in mutations, right? You can. You everything's unlocked. Well, that's how I figured out. Holy shit! There's this whole other side to zombies I don't even know about because it takes. Five days of gameplay to unlock weapon operator mods and all the extra camos and all this other stuff. I mean, you see Greg FPS rocking his diamond camos and zombies, and you're like, that's cool. It's like, I, I'd like to have that. And I have, like, the airplane gun inside zombies. It's like <laughs> the literal airplane gun. I'm like, yo, this is dope. Why? I just, uh, it's it's a frustration. Uh, I'm with you there. That the, the update, it's a step in one direction, and then it's just like, they just keep missing the boat on rewarding players. Like, I, 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 if I get the chance to talk to him, like, do you play this game? Would you, like, I want you, right? Would you sit down and unlock all the camos in the game? And then if they go, oh, yeah, I just like, really? You, how many hours does that take? Let me know. And it's just like, well, you know, I got a wife and kids. It's like, so does everyone who plays it. <laughs> all right. Wait, you, have a wife, you have a wife and kid as well. Yeah, no. But the, the point is, everybody's got shit. Everybody's very busy. Everybody's trying to work. Everybody's. No one wants, if you don't want to put in, you're making the game. If you don't want to put in the hours to unlock the stuff you put in this game, yeah. don't make us do it. What makes you think it. everybody else wants to as well? Yeah. And with, 
what's even worse i feel is for the veteran players like maybe us um we, we're putting more time uh trying to get the superficial stuff in the game like yeah. just upgrades in our guns mods attachments and the, the stupid camos that we don't we can't really pay enough attention to the deeper stuff about maps like I haven't. I've tried to learn maps in Black Ops Four, to be honest, but I forget. I don't have enough time. I'm just trying to play the game normally. Yep. And I've only done one Easter egg. I've only done uh, That's, nine. Just, just listen to this. All right. This is just like proving the point. Sweet Lofi, you are the great example of the hardcore Call of Duty fan. That is clear <laughs> as day. Not only because of your room. But the way you're talking about how you play the game and the time investment in the game, all right? I mean, I haven't even gotten to the top of the blackout ladder yet to even experience the problems you're experiencing. So you're the hardcore demographic, and you haven't completed the Easter eggs. Um, Sean, have you completed all the Easter eggs as a casual? I have not completed a single one in who, Black Ops 4. Who the fuck is completing these Easter eggs? Look at I've, this! I've attempted it, but it's just... You get one percent. One percent of players reader completing ninety percent of the Easter eggs. Did you did you complete the um the the Bo three Easter eggs? You did. You told me, sweet lofi, you did, right? Yeah, all of them. Sean, did you complete the Bo three Easter eggs? So I only did Der Eisentag because okay. it's my uh, favorite map out of them, and uh, you know I it was just great. So I <laughs> I did that. But in yeah. terms of all Easter eggs I've yeah. ever done, yeah, I've yeah. only completed four since Black Ops two. Okay. So I did my, my oh, first God. one was die rice. Oh no! I well, I, I understand <laughs> oh, why you didn't do D. I, I did oh. not attempt the Jimmy Smolinski maps for Black Ops Two. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Transit, and I did that oh, because wow. it had the two-player yeah um, Easter egg completion glitch, and I did it right. with uh, one of my friends. Yep. Um, I did Der Eisendrach was the third, and then uh, my most proud one. <laughs> origins but only because it took my me and my friends um four years to actually do it oh yeah God. same i only ever did it in chronicles i could never yeah do me it. too and also john is that funny though also to hear the other perspective where we do these for like ee for c and we gotta complete these damn easter eggs like four times yeah. in one week like i don't know practice. how you do it. <laughs> I, I did like 20 times it's, it's me and my nice. friends that non-stop when, tried uh What's the new Blood of the Dead? Blood of the Dead. Oh, I, that's the, a mistake. The, the challenges, like we never understood. We got to the stupid red glowing ball. And we're like, what now? It's three a.m. Everyone doesn't want to play. Wants to stop playing. We've been at this for four hours. Yeah. I've been watching uh, YouTube's videos nonstop, trying to figure out what's going on. And yeah, we gave up and we just killed ourselves. That's <laughs> that's what I find more and more with these Easter eggs. Is just they're not enjoyable. It's not long long term fun. It's something that it's, I mean, you've all just proved the point. I don't have to get into this again. But it's just frustrating to me, John, to see both both sides of the story. These are people that have completed Easter eggs, not all the Easter eggs like us who are insane. Have you completed all the Easter eggs, actually? No. no which I... ones have you not done? In which games? I'll just go ahead. I, look, I've done every Easter egg ever. Which ones haven't I done? Yeah, is it a lot? It'd be, it'd be easier to say the ones I've done. Which ones have you done? Oh, got first in the world in all of them. Well, yeah. Maps that I've completed. Maps that I've completed. Uh, yeah, so I am first in the world. I've yeah. done every Easter egg. But... <laughs> Since being so, so how many, how many have I gone back and recompleted since being first in the world? Yes, Johnny. All of Black Ops, all of Black Ops three, I've I've done. Um, okay. Origins. Oh my god. Mob of the Dead solo. What? You can't do That's that. Is there, is, there, is there a solo half to it? I think. Or am I, am I, I making it up? Yeah, you can't. You need two players. Okay, minimum. I'm sorry. I got mixed up then. Call of the Dead Solo. Did that. Back. Yes, you can do that one. 
Uh, I've definitely done the Shangri-La one. Um, I think that's about it. <laughs> I'm not sure I can respect your opinion on this show anymore. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I don't think I can I trust either. somebody that <laughs> that hasn't suffered. I mean, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not an Easter egg hunter, though. Yeah, I know, but that's like a core aspect of opinions. Like, have you ever done the uh, uh, buried Easter egg for players? Oh no, but I also haven't done it because I know the bullshit that 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 goes into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's quite a lot. Like, I know, I know that like that sh- that shooting range step is a bitch, and that's part of the reason why I never do it. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, I now I'm starting to really wonder what kind of fan I am. It's got to be other. Because there's other people that always make me feel like, man, you you aren't even close to being like good at Easter eggs. And then you guys are telling me that you haven't even completed a majority. All three of you now, I feel alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, most players don't do the Easter eggs. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, mean, I, mean so, I joked when I said that. I joked when I said that one percent have completed ninety percent of the Easter eggs. But I bet you, if you go into the numbers, it's like less than one percent for each who have the achievement. So why even make it as tough as it is now? The people, the people, I don't know. It's, it's so ridiculous. small that like it. I think. I think though, part of the re- part of the reason I don't do it is because I know that there's a lot of bullshit behind it. Yeah, you know, because I because I come on the show or I read the community, or I read the Reddit, or I read yep. tweets and comments talking about just like, oh, this step is terrible. This step takes forever. Mm-hmm. This one is such a bitch. This I mean, my game's gonna crash. I'm like, I don't want to subject myself to that torture. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when I've tried, uh, I've I've tried the nine Easter egg because nine is fantastic on Black Ops Four. It's my favorite map on Black Ops Four, mm-hmm. um, and I get in maybe halfway through the easter egg if that following a guide and i kind of feel like i've been playing it for an hour and i'm like why how am i going to get to the end without dying here yeah <laughs> so because, and the same thing with the uh, origins as well the first time i played origins with my with my friends um or the first couple of weeks that we were playing it i had a guide for how to get the staves get them upgraded we did that we got the staves we got them upgraded took three hours of figuring that out and uh samantha says this is your first step and we were like nope we're done we're, we're done another thing too when you complete the easter egg and this has always been a big put off for me is that like you you do the easter egg it takes you an hour and then what you know you're done mm, well, like, i don't want to I, I don't want to keep playing after that and i never find the reward the especially the in-game reward good enough that it wants me that drives me to keep playing well, I guess it depends on what kind of players player you are. Sometimes I've gone the two hours and kept playing, and you get like a four or five hour session. But I've also done like a lot of time with my buddy Ryan. Like we'd do the Mooney egg in like I don't know forty five minutes, and then we have perma perks for the next hour and a half as we're screwing around. There's um something like I think the most joy I get out of Easter eggs is doing it while I play, and that's probably why Bo Four really makes me frustrated and angry is because there's they completely lose all flow in the game. That I can't just keep playing through the Easter egg moon minus RNG like then that that gets me really mad. But say RNG's going really well or Dorizen Drock is a is a way better example. You can just play through it. You can just have a freaking blast going through this Easter egg and trying stuff that you're probably going to get yourself killed on that you probably won't have to take the time to do and you can speed through a whole bunch of the steps and then you can decide wait a minute, oh I you know what? I want to take this seriously. All of a sudden, we're going to slow down the game a little bit to try and get some rocket launchers or screw around and be like, screw it, we're going in. We're going in the boss fight. I don't care if I live. 
And that's a lot of the fun I, I've found with Easter eggs over the years, especially, of course, the competitions for speed runs uh, is another big factor for me. But, wow, mm-hmm. it's a little eye-opening for me to see that even the most hardcore fans have issues and the ca- everyone. Everyone's having issues with the Easter eggs. Uh, I can't imagine what it's like inside the studio then if everyone doesn't like the Easter eggs. I mean, nine is not – as much as everyone's like, nine's good, I still feel like that's people being like, at least we have – you know, there's still – Nine's good, but it's not the best Easter egg compared to anything else. I still don't think it makes the top five best Easter eggs of all time out of all the maps. It's good, but it's not like, wow, they reinvented the wheel and blew our minds, and this is so much fun. I want to do it every time I play. Every time I play nine, I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that Easter egg. That's all. I, don't, I think I don't, the only good thing about nine is the atmosphere. Oh, I love oh, yeah. it. I love mm-hmm. it. I think there's a lot of good things to nine besides just the atmosphere, but I, I agree that that's, what, that's by far its strongest suit. I, get, I, I mean, love the chanting. I love that. It's what keeps me coming back to nine because it's it is just so great. Black Ops Four. Black Ops Four is so much going for it, but Turek likes to hide all of that oh, instead of just giving that to the player. Yeah, yes, that's a great way of putting it. They like to hide it, and that adds into what we we're talking about: artificial inflation and making us work for stuff that's just features in game. Let me play everything. Let me just let me be crazy in this game. It's we're ten years in, like. I want to use all the features, but like not on the loading screen. I don't want to create a class and have everything I could ever earn before I even get in game. Because what does it matter in the map? That was something I feel like was getting lost in my last video I made, where people are just like, "So what's the difference between launch and now? Like, well, how come you were praising the system before?" It's like, well, we took some time to sort it out. But when you get in game, no matter the map, I can have all four perks chosen for me ahead of time, and I know, okay, these are the perks I'm gonna have. I can have the specialist weapon. I never need a, a staff. I don't need a wonder weapon. I have endless special weapons for life. Okay, that's very good news. I have the best equipment possible. I don't even need to buy it. I don't have to waste points buying the great, uh, uh, oh, my God, every week, Wraith Fires. Nope. I, don't, I, don't, I just get them. The game just gives them to me after a certain amount of time. I get more Wraith Fires. And then, guess what? I have a gun, arguably, I never need to buy any other guns with the mog i could just mm. use a mog with full operator mods pack a punch it four times and that setup without interacting with the map at all besides opening up pack a punch and obviously unrealistically i'm gonna have to buy ammo with the mog all right i'm being a little superfluous here with this example but i'm good to go i there's i don't care what map i'm playing on i have the loadout i'm gonna use every game to stay alive i'm gonna use the ragnaroks or the uh, Death Machine or Viper and Dragon or the Chakrams. Every match I'm going to have those. Every match I'll have Wraith Fires available to me. Every match I'll have the Mog. All before the first point is earned in the game. Before the first zombie is killed. Before the first anything is initiated. I already have my full loadout. How is that fun? I don't feel like I'm well, earning anything. Can you not like change up your loadout sometimes? Now, like in Black Ops 3... Yeah. When I when when they had the the gobble gun system, yeah, yeah. I uh, I usually kept the same same few gobble guns on, sure. and um, mm-hmm. I found that one of the only things that I've ever created. I, I would love to have a room like like uh, I've lost your name, uh, sweet and lo-fi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'd sweet love enough. to have a room like that, but I just uh, I can't commit to any <laughs> thing that I try. Um, one of the things I did was make a, a deck of cards based on the gobble guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I sent you not the deck because I was, yeah I you sent me one, the picture, the picture. and I, it was amazing I loved it I loved it um, yeah go ahead oh sorry but with no, no. that 
What I could actually do is shuffle them, pick five out, and those would be my gobblegums oh. for the for the match. That was one okay. of the reasons that I wanted to create that deck, so That's that I could so have a deck cool. of cards and something that could choose my gobblegums for me. And uh, yeah, that was I, I've done that quite a number of times, so it's great fun uh, just to have randomized gobblegums going into the game. And uh, mm. I would like to do the same for Black Ops 4, but... Mm. Um, there's there's a lot of variables yeah so it would be a bit different but some way to Elixir, randomize that is specialist equipment yeah and uh, that's what i found the most fun i have in the game um because me and my buddy are having a renaissance back to your question john earlier that you asked about like how is that is everybody playing the game more yes i'm playing the game more because of the two tier skips and me and my buddy ryan are trying to uh figure out what are our fundamental issues with the game and if we just ignore the specialist weapon, if we just ignore the equipment in the game, I start trying to use everything and mess around with stuff and try and play like I did, like play a classic game of zombies, I have a lot more fun with the game. I really enjoy it. But I'm purposely ignoring the specialist weapons and going out of my way not to have uh, certain abilities inside the game. I mean, another point I forgot to mention was you start off with full health. You're, you're starting off with Jug as soon as you load into a game. You're not earning those extra hits. You're never worried. And BO1, two hits. BO2, two hits. You could be dead in any second. And BO1, as we figured out in the past, uh, BO1 Nocturne Totem is one of the hardest maps of all time just because of how unforgiving it is and because of how the zombies' uh, behavior is different from World at War. You get stuck a lot more often than you would in a World at War dodging, even though I was certain that wasn't the case. That's why people can get to round like 150 plus on Knock World at War, and they can only get to like round 40 on Knock World at uh, BO1. But with all that said, it's just, it's all this that contributes to this frustration of BO4. It's not, and maybe that builds into community's frustration when you can't just be like, it's this, it's just this, we fix this, we're good. It's not, it's super complex. Mm-hmm. So, should we get into some of the actual topics of the show today? Yeah, yeah, for 50 minutes. Can I, yes. Can I get into the story, though, real quick of me getting socked in the face? Yeah, 50 <laughs> minutes in. Yes, yes. This will be, be a quick one. Uh, so I'm in Toronto for a few days as like a short vacation with my friends. And yep. yesterday has just been a series of troubles in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, it begins at the airport. First, I get stopped by the TSA, and I get the full-on, like, hands-in-my-pants pat-down. Um, I accidentally left, left my belt on as I went through the scanner, oh. and the guy's like, I got to give you the full-fledged pat-down. So <laughs> he's doing that. He's he's touching my butt. He's touching my front and everything while my friends are just standing there watching me. So that was fun. Uh-huh. Then I get then I get off the plane. Um, it's one of those smaller planes because, like, we just took a short flight from D.C. to Toronto. So you have like you 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 can check your luggage at the gate and then they just give it to you right as you get off the plane. Oh yeah, I love that. Well, my luggage didn't come out. Oh. It almost got lost. It got mixed up with the other luggage. Um, I managed to get it, but like part of me was like, ah shit, I'm not gonna have any clothes for this trip. And then there's another side of me that's like, I'm gonna lose like six hundred dollars in audio equipment, and Reed's gonna be so mad at me if I can't do the show. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> that would have been bad. Uh, oh. Thankfully, I got my luggage. Good. Then I get to customs and I get grilled by customs. Mm. Uh, and I was not ready to get grilled by <laughs> customs. Yeah. Customs was like, why are you here? Yep. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> she's like, oh, really? Yeah. Well, what are you doing here? And I'm like, not really sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, have you been here before? And I'm like, no. 
and she points to my friend and she's like has he been here before and i'm like yeah he has and she and then she's like where are you staying and i'm like i'm not sure it's an airbnb he has the address and she's like does he have all the answers and i'm like yes he does (laughs) (laughs) i was just getting interrogated by customers there's not Canada's strong with that. Like I was, I... I was expecting a friendly conversation. No. You know, I was all plucky, and she's hitting me with these hard hitting questions. Like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I don't know. Yep. <laughs> what I'm gonna do here, dude? I gotta add, when I went to Niagara Falls, the Canadian border was brutal on me. Even though I prepped it all, and everyone was warning me, like, you really got to know your shit. So I did. I got it all, and I still was like, oh, like sweating by the end of it. I'm like, that guy was brutal. Coming back to the U.S. Yeah. Oh my God, did he profile me, man? I roll up and he just, I'm just like, hi, I'm just going back home. He looks at me, looks at my license. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You're good. You're good to go in. I'm just like, <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, yeah, so so that happens. Yeah. Then I try to get then I try to get money out of my ATM. And the ATM and multiple ATMs are just rejecting my credit card. Oh god. Well, I yeah, no did, money. Did you not tell him you were going out of the country? Your bank? I did. Oh, you did? Oh, that's I did. weird. Then I called my bank. And I had to use international minutes. They had me on hold for like 20 minutes, which Ooh. racked up a hell of a bill, I'm sure. And the guy's like, no, nah, you're all good. I see it here in Canada from this day to that day. You're all set. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, eventually, it just worked. At some, some, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And there's no rhyme or reason. My card has been rejected a bunch, and it's also just worked a bunch. So I've had, I've had a lot of bad luck in Canada. Um, and it all culminated last night as I'm leaving a bar at around one one thirty in the morning or so. Mm-hmm. I'm literally right outside the bar, and there's a guy apparently holding a pizza. Yeah. And I he he just has a box of pizza wide open in his hand. And I accidentally, I guess, bump shoulders with him or something, and one of his slices of pizza falls. And he turns around to me, he goes, "Bro, what the fuck?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, what?" He's like, "You just made me knock over my pizza." He's getting real close up in my face. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what just happened. I'm very sorry. Like, what can we do? How can I make this right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's just getting close to me. I'm backing up. I'm backing up. And eventually he just swings and nails me right in the face. Oh, wow. Fuck him, dude. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And now at, at this point, I at this point, like I, I'm hit. I, I kind of fall back. And then thankfully we're right outside right outside like the club so the bouncers like roll up one of them grabs me the other bouncer grabs the other guy yeah and 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 the bouncer just turns me he's like he's like are you okay you're good i'm like i don't know why i just got punched (laughs) like i had no idea like it was this is within like 15 seconds the guy goes from zero to 100 i'm there just like hands up his friends are there too like dude leave him alone it's not worth it It was a mistake It it was all an accident yeah um and his and his friends are coming out of there like are you okay and the bouncer's like are you good i'm like I'm fine. I just don't know what just happened. Oh, I'm, just, I'm more offended. <laughs> yeah, I'm more like I'm more like just confused why this guy just assaulted me. Yeah. And then and meanwhile, the guy who punched me, yeah, he starts trying to fight the bouncer. Oh, and oh, the bouncer God. just goes full like yeah. Muhammad Ali and just nails him. Oh, like just, just knocks him out cold onto the sidewalk. Nice. And he should blacked out after that. Oh, good. Fuck that guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Drunk moron. Yeah, so this drunk like, like so I according to according to my friends cuz cuz as soon as that happened we just we just got out of there we're like let's not create any trouble let's just go. Yeah. And we we went we just we just kind of ducked out in this local restaurant just to kind of lay low. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I was pr- like, I was like, I was drinking last night, but I was pretty sober at this point. Okay. Like I was, I was pretty, like I was talking to the bouncer and just telling him like what was going on. You could tell I was pretty with it. Yeah. Uh, even after I'd gotten hit, I was still pretty with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this guy just had to have been just like belligerent because like, because yeah. he goes from, because I, according to my friend, like I had, I guess, nicked his shoulder. Like, you know, like when two people pass on the sideline, and you accidentally yeah. brush each other. That's, I guess, what happened. And he, he's part of his pizza fell. And as he's getting in my face, he still has the pizza box in his hand. And I see more and more pizza falling out of the box. And I'm like, you're making this worse on yourself. What an asshole. Um, but he got what he deserved when the bouncer just yeah. knocks him out cold. Well, that's great. That's that like was that karma. was satisfying. Yeah, I can't imagine how well that must have felt for you. Just be like, oh, good, you got what you deserved, you jerk. Wow. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a statistic about hanging out outside of the bar and getting into fights. It's super high if you hang out after a bar. I, I don't I remember that in my I mean, crim- we were, criminal justice we were, class. That is like one of the worst things you can do is just hang out outside a bar. Mm-hmm. We were just ready to go. Like we were, we literally. I was probably like outside the door for less than five seconds. Oh my god! Total. Are you serious? <laughs> oh yo, no, no. Like like literally, like walk out the door. I'm because this, like, this is how close we are from the bar. Yeah. That like I literally walk out the door. I'm talking to one of my friends, and I guess not, I'm, I guess I'm not paying enough attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My friends are telling me, and of course they're biased. They're like, you really didn't do anything wrong. And even as the guy was in your face, you, you handled the situation as well as you could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just went and swung at you. Um, and I, I guess maybe I should have been paying more attention to where I was walking and made sure I didn't accidentally bump his shoulder so he doesn't mm-hmm. lose his pizza. But like, I, as he was in his face, I was ready to like give him, him a new pizza just so that he leaves me alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just yeah. takes a swing. Thankfully, thankfully he, he hit me on like, I guess like just like the cheek, which is pretty hard. But like, if he went for the nose, I would have real hurt. Yeah, I know. Like, you didn't have any away. markings on you, so I. That's yeah, why I, I was surprised. surprised that I didn't. I didn't have anything. But that was that's my Toronto story. I thought I thought Canadians would be nice. No, <laughs> no, they oh, have no. not been nice to me. No, actually, most Canadians have been very nice. Not this Canadian. Fuck him. He got what he deserved. Hope it doesn't go from bad to worse. Yeah. Yeah. But yesterday's wow. just been a. It, the joke is that yesterday's just like it, it, you're like uh gets stopped at customs and can't get any worse. And then it does. Oh, got way just, worse. Just My worse. God. Oh, yeah. Well, it's probably a lot of people mm. visiting, too, Toronto. So you might even not have gotten a Canadian who punched you. It might have just been a, another tourist, a drunk, belligerent moron. Mm-hmm. At least it was Mr. T likes to buy. Boom! Boom. Nah, he's way away. You, you can't find him. Now, <laughs> I just got to re-highlight this, because I have to show. This gameplay is super low-key. This is Blackout I transitioned to after our classified gameplay here. It's super low-key. And then the last like 15 seconds, the last minute of play, the whole thing picks up right here with me. Uh, I'm just trying to run away. I didn't expect to play, win this match. I'm just screwing around trying to be alive. This is a bunch of randoms. Two guys already bowed out, and one guy sticking around being like, yo, this guy might be onto something. I'll let the last minute, 30 seconds of play. I almost kill seven people. I get four, but I almost accidentally kill seven people in the last like minute of play, just driving the car around. I just, it, it's ridiculous. Here it is on the hill. Just, whoop, there's one. Oh, wow, I accidentally got one. Hey, this is going pretty well. And then when I come down here, one, two, three, four. And then I'm going to turn five. And then I think I go up the hill, and there's another a sixth person up here. Ludicrous. Ludicrous. That's what some of the stuff I live for in Blackout. Live for. <laughs> Sorry. I got to say, the, the comments the comments in your stream right now are funny, where it's like, uh, was a code name pizza? 
And the guy was like, I agree with Canadian. I would agree with the Canadian. Never touch a man's pizza. <laughs> you know what it was? It was pineapple pizza, too. Oh, no joke. Either. It was pineapple pizza. You can't trust pizza. this individual. You can tell he's already deranged. <laughs> All right. I saw now that yeah, coming of the, the Zombros from jail. Yep. <laughs> oh, that was a funny jail. one, too. Beautiful. Like, Reed, I can't, I can't do the show right now. Why? I'm, I'm in, in Canadian jail. prison. Are you kidding me? <laughs> go, to, go to jail. I'm sure you, you could just hear me yelling from miles away. <laughs> the comment, that's why you don't mess with Codename Pizza. Yeah, the game I like that comment a lot. All right. Mm-hmm. So, All right, should we get into the, what, what are the actual topics? Let's talk the about today? the fucking title of the video, even though we're way over time today. <laughs> it is, is this the worst Easter egg ever in Blood of the Dead? The Spork Knife Easter egg supposedly okay. takes two hours. Supposedly takes two Allegedly. hours. Allegedly. But Treyarch put in an Easter egg where you have to do the Golden Spork Quest. Then on top of that, you need to do 100 melee kills by a tub. And then you got to get, I believe, 25 trap kills in three different locations with three different stones. And then after that, you have to go get the uh, the knife. So then you have the spork and the knife. And you got to combine the knife and the spork, and then you got to get another 100 kills. And I believe this one is, someone was saying, I don't think it. you don't need the acid gas. So it's a place a golden scalpel in the tub, kill the warden with the melee attack to next to the knife, with the note next to the catwalk, the note will disappear when you do this correctly. Uh, go back to the tub and interact with it. That's one actual. That's one post with caps lock on. I saw a Milo's video saying you need to get the acid gat and then get a hundred kills of the acid gat underground. But also one one little caveat to Milo watching his videos being like, "This is impossible. You're probably gonna go down. You can get hurt." I'm like, "You do know PhDs in the game now." Like I, that's another reason why I like playing before uh, now is because I just use uh, explosives all the time, and there's no explosive uh, splash damage. So I have a lot more fun using every explosive. You can use the trench gun, and you can use the starting pixels, and you just explode everything to Kingdom Come, and the Death Machine's second level up as well. So you can have a real fun time just going crazy with PhD, and then traps don't damage you when you're sliding. It's a real MVP perk at this point after the most recent uh, balance update. But the idea is you can most likely, arguably, Complete the Blood of the Dead Easter Egg main quest faster than you could complete the Spork Knife Easter Egg. And your reward is one hitting Brutus until a certain round. That's all it is. With a main This should attack. be this should be an Easter egg for charity like bonus challenge. One team has to do the Easter egg. One team just has to get the golden spork knife. I like it. See I like who it. can do it first. Yes. Uh, you know what? I should try and look at glitches tutorial. Oh, pizza. Days. Mythbusters Monday. Uh, I can't speak now. Mythbusters yeah. Monday right there for you. Yeah, perfect. You're Good. welcome. There Great idea. Glitch. Good. No, I didn't think so. You know, I had a feeling. You know, Milo's done this before, and, you know, it's no problem with, like, no. That's not trying to take down Milo any bit. He does an incredible job with his work uh, for the most part. I need to add you as a moderator, though. Why can't I? There you are. Good to see you, Glitch. Um. But sometimes he, uh, oh, damn, I had an example of a step that he's just like, this is how it is. And it's like, no, actually, that's not at all how it is. But that is what happens when the community tries to get it out day one and the Reddit runs away with it and they go, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. No one ever knows. And that's part of the frustration when we do Easter eggs on launch. People will always be like, oh, it's, it's glitched. It's broken. Oh, this step doesn't work. And I'm like, we probably don't know what the step is. I think we accidentally found it the first time. We don't know what the step is. and Or on the flip side, they go, this is how it is. You have to do all this type of stuff. It's like, that seems a little ridiculous. Is that actually the Easter egg? 
because I don't know how many times I've seen a complete 180 on how an Easter egg step goes versus like, oh, no, all you got to do is press a button. And you're like, oh, my God, I want to fucking die. What? That's all it takes? So, it's a cool Easter egg, but only 0.1% of players are going to do it, says Jack Lombardo. Yeah, I think even less than the normal ridiculous amount of players are going to try and do this golden spork knife Easter egg. So, I don't know. It's... I mean, let me show you some gameplay for everybody watching at home. How do you how do you all feel about it? I obviously don't have all the steps up in front of me. A nice glitch video would, so I could get actually let me get the glitch video up. So let me glitch, and I we can walk through this. Hopefully, tutorial. I, I believe it's oh, that's definitely not his name. I could click on him on his channel right here though. He's in chat. Easy, easy, free plug, free plug for glitch. Here we go. Uh, fast guide. A minute thirty one seconds. A minute thirty one seconds. World record Jesus. guide time. Jesus. Absolutely stunning. Let's get over Let's take a look here at Glitch's guide here. You can check this out uh, on, let's see, let's show you the, the channel right here. It glitched, but I wonder what the, uh, he doesn't have a nice URL. Okay, that's okay. Let's throw see. a link in the Discord for everybody. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, throw in the chat. I got it. Here, here we go. Oh, here we go. There you go. It's probably because I came up with the video or whatever. Anyway, look at this. Run Just throw in there for you guys. Fantastic. Fantastic. This is the video. Yeah, good, good. We got them. We, I mean, if it's only a little bit, then, if it's really not that bad. See, this is the main thing. Going to the tub, putting the damn knife in, and only meleeing George. Oh, I know what the one is. The, I got it. For BO4, it drives me nuts. I remembered what it was. Um, And people still perpetrate this. They're like, you need to use the ethereal shield to listen to the Shadow Man after completing the Easter egg. No. No, you don't. No, he just talks, no. doesn't he? Just does it normal, yeah. And people still like will fight me to the death. It's like, well, I saw a tutorial, you shit. I'm like, well, just watch my video where I don't do it. If only somebody had created a, a no-nonsense guide. <laughs> a guide with absolutely no no bullshit. No no lies, oh, no God. false truths, just just no nonsense. Well, I don't if think only... it's a lie. I don't think it's intentional. <laughs> I know. I'm just yeah, I know, I know you are. Um, but it's, it's that type of stuff. I had a guy fighting me tooth and nail, and then it got taken down because of the tags, and it still pisses me off to this day because that guy thinks he won the fight. He said, "There's this is fake. You made this up. This is totally a mod. This isn't real. Round infinity on buried. Doesn't exist, and you can't kill a zombie on round infinity. And I killed a zombie with the one the paralyzer. You 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 have to use it from zero all the way to it burns out. Pack a punch to kill a zombie on it. And there I is no round infinity. I got bad news for you, buddy. Uh, I I was fighting with him years ago. It's still in my head about this for years. And then the video got removed by YouTube. And he goes, "Why did you get removed from YouTube?" Then I'm like, "That doesn't mean you're right." <laughs> YouTube YouTube is now YouTube is now removing inaccurate zombies. Oh, so mad about that. And to this day, I still want to repost the video. Just I might do it. I don't know, but I just want to post a video that just. Killing a zombie at round infinity just so I can get that guy back to be like, fuck you. <laughs> anyway. Sweet revenge. I know. He still wouldn't <laughs> believe it. He's just probably trolling me. He's probably having a great time. Like, that's the reality. <laughs> There's a lot of people that should yeah. be like, no, no, no. That's, I mean, I must have been uh, 2013, so high school. I was a high schooler when this guy's like, no, it's not. I'm like, how could you not? Look at it. It's right there. And he's just like, I don't believe it. Just like, And you'll still carry that anger to your grave. <laughs> this is the world I live in. This is the yeah. world I live in. And there, there's the nice melee tool. Huh. 
Oh, I see. And that's how it falls down to the thing, as everybody can see it on stream right now, but you guys can't. And look at that. Round 28, one hit in zombies. Look at you, Glitch. God bless you going through all these Easter eggs. God bless you doing these tutorials. And then if you have, oh, that's right, the new perk, that's going to make it even better, too. Because what's mm -hmm. nice about the Ethereal Razor is that you can you get the slash instead of the stab, and you can just kill more zombies without getting uh, thrown into the... Also, it increases the speed. Yeah. Right. All, all really good bugs. You know, I really wouldn't mind doing, like, super long Easter eggs like this as long as, like, I got tears out of it with the normal in-game time. Like, I, what is, I wouldn't care if I spent six hours because then, okay, I got six tears. Cool. How about, how, yeah. how about this? You spend a lot of time on an Easter egg, yeah. but it gets done relatively quickly. Like, or, no, I'm sorry. Like, the second time you do it, it gets done relatively quickly. That's you know what I mean? Point. Yeah. Well, that does... like you see, you spend a lot of time the first time doing it, and then the second time you yes. do it, maybe like it takes you an hour to do it the first time, but then you get into another game, you do like just one of the steps. I I just or that's how old Easter eggs went. It's just like once you learned it, like the first time we do the Easter egg hunts, it takes like eight hours to try and figure this shit out or more, right? Or twenty four hours, whatever you want to call it. But then eventually it gets to the point where it's just like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I should be able to understand this Easter egg and complete it within less than an hour. I think that is the most reasonable thing. Is like I should be able to complete this less than an hour without speed running an Easter egg. I think that gets a lot of people engaged, even though you get sidetracked. If you want to get the optimal setup, then all of a sudden, fine, it's going to go over an hour for the Easter egg. You don't see that in BO4. You're not speed running these because you got to memorize 38 locations. There are speed runs. I'm not saying those who have gotten incredible times didn't. Greg FPS's team on ZWL did an incredible job of Dead of the Night, getting 33 minutes, 10 seconds on that Easter egg. Absolutely terrific job. But for normal players, it's, it, you, you shouldn't go into a game like you guys trying to complete nine, and it shouldn't be like, all right, time to play this game. Oh, I need to take a semester-long course in understanding the steps of this Easter egg to get it done within two hours. And then eventually I'll get it down to like an hour, maybe 50 minutes, if I'm lucky, after I dedicate my entire career path to solving the nine Easter egg. Mm -hmm. there, there's this, the amount of effort as that has gone into now learning how much Easter eggs, like to, to complete Easter eggs, is just unreasonable. No one here wants to take a course on completing a golden spork Easter egg. Though, arguably, this hurts tutorial people. Anybody that loves making tutorials on YouTube, I'm arguing against making, like, having... Well, they still be in business, even if it's simple. People are still going to want the tutorials. Well, anyways. We'll do, the, we'll, do the, we'll do that, but we'll have, like, it'll be a college-level course. You'll yeah. have a class three days a week. Yep. You get some cards out of it, and that's how you'll learn to be a better zombie player. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're looking at right now, that you they literally have to take in your life. All right, anyway, we can... Yeah. Was was this an Easter egg in the map since launch, or was it Thank only you. just activated? Thank you. That's what I want to say. With the new perk add to the game, it the uh, oh, you're a perfect transition guy, Sean. God damn, that's awesome. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, thank you. They they added this step finally and fixed the guy. This should have been in since launch, but wasn't. And this was leaked by the disgruntled QA tester, and people all tried it, couldn't do it, and then all of a sudden they gave the new uh, perk update. Worked perfectly fine. Some of the stuff's a little ridiculous with all these stones and nuggets outside the map and getting rev vibes again. We're just like, oh, God, what? How is, uh, what are we doing? This is Mob of the Dead. Like, I just want to enjoy the map. Why? This stuff doesn't, pardon me, add to my personal enjoyment. Now, I'm sure others would argue against that, and that's perfectly all right. So, see, I think with that, it's like this, this is not the kind of Easter egg that is for the regular or the, the normal zombie 
I complete the Easter eggs kind of group. This is probably one of those that was intended for the hardcore mm-hmm. players. And I imagine that if this was in since launch and wasn't leaked by a disgruntled uh, QA tester, this would be something that would just be um, worked on by a couple of people. And then, oh my God, amazing. This this uh, Easter egg just comes out. Even even the, re- the reward is a little bit questionable. Yes. Um, but I think in terms of levels of Easter eggs, you know, you've got the beginner kind of Easter oh, yeah. eggs, you've yeah, got yeah. the medium, you've got the advanced, and then the super dedicated fan base. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Treyarch knew that the fan base was there for that kind of Easter egg. If you like, remember back to Black Ops Three, you had the uh, uh, the people that were absolutely adamant that um, uh, the giant had an Easter egg and were on it every day for months, even until Derizendrak uh, came out uh, looking for that. So mm-hmm. that kind of player base would have been there anyway to discover this. Uh, spark knife easter egg and it would have been a really big thing if uh if it wasn't a leaked and being from the beginning I yeah think. it would definitely be a lot more genuine and I, th- I think again i i think i get held up just like you pointed out was the reward and just even for the hardcore guy just like can my character like how about my character always has a golden spork on their outfit when i play now or spork knife after this like Anything just to two and a half hours? Don't give me that fucking face, John. All right. No, no, I don't hear you giving faces. That's because my face hurts. Oh, oh, good. You just gave me this nasty look. I'm like, come on, man. I didn't even get through my suggestion before you're like, fuck you. (laughs) Anyway. No, no, that's because I got punched in the face. My face hurts. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. (laughs) I just got that. That's a funny response. It's like, well, who punched you in the face, John? I don't hear you giving any good suggestions. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Um, just anything. I mean, you're too, uh, however long it might take, even if it's an hour or an hour and a half to get something that's only a one hit knife for 30 rounds or 40 plus rounds or whatever, whoever's Q, QA testing us. It's just, I, I don't, why? I, I still have a whole Easter egg to do. If I want to do this, if I want to complete all the Easter eggs in a map, like sometimes people would in previous games, uh, this is now making my game go from like, a two to four hour game to a five to eight hour game. If I want to complete all the Easter eggs possible inside a game as, as a super hardcore dedicated player. And I, I guess you could argue who the hell does that? Not many people. And back in the day, there wasn't as many Easter eggs as there are now. So that's probably why it was more, uh, more of an option to try and run around doing all these crazy features in the games. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I got to develop that. I got to develop my ideas further on that. I just feel very off. Imagine getting rewarded in 2019, a long-term reward. JC, who knows? And good to see you, smart guy. Sorry about the waifu comment last week. I hope you've recovered. Is JC commenting? I can't tell. Oh, oh my God, that's right. (laughs) He's dead. I can't tell. He's commented like four or five times already. And I I was like, oh, man, John ignoring JC. I completely forgot you blocked him. Oh, oh, did he say something to me? No, not to you, but just in general, he's talking. Uh, And good luck with the tornado warning. Stay safe, buddy. Um, Is there a tornado warring where he is? Where JC is, yes. That's what he's saying. Oh, Watching Zombros from the bottom yeah. of his bunker right now. Probably in his basement. <laughs> yes, definitely. But they, um, do you want to talk, talk about Treyarch's um, yeah. transparency now? Yeah, new we videos. do. Yeah. Jason Bondell's dropping new hype trailers. New hype trailers. Okay, let's... Uh, where he explains what Gauntlet is, in case you haven't figured it out the <laughs> first after, month. A week a later. Month. Yeah, a month later. Uh, Gauntlets have been out for like a month, a month and a half, two months now. Yeah. Now he's like, in case you don't know, there's three tiers. You get rewards. There's uh, there's gold, silver, and 
Maybe he's still it, thinking it's the old it's Xbox fun. one month uh, apart. Yeah, <laughs> like PlayStation. You know, you know, I I, I joke and I I appreciate the uh, the transparency and the uh, fact that yeah. they're like that they're doing this because I'm sure to Jason this is a foreign concept of going on camera and explaining what's coming. Yeah, no, he doesn't do that much ever. Uh, I I do appreciate the fact that they're doing it. Yes, but I do tease that like it was very basic. Although he did mention he did specifically talk about host migration which makes me think it's coming soon yep see this is this, this is the line i want to laugh at because i think it's like the top rated comment is it uh yep all all spaced out more coming to zombies jason blundell <laughs> i just love that shit because that's what they've been saying for five months in a row just more coming to zombies it's just like when they, they, stop they saying did also, well they did also say uh so we, i guess we're getting two more gauntlets dead of the night and yep. blood yep. But we also already knew they were coming yeah but now I guess now we double know they're coming. Oh, they're super now, but that's good. See, that's the thing. Like, good. The production quality is is, you know, it's it's good uh, in many aspects, but also like the you know how we are with YouTubers, how we have a certain personality and comf- how comfortable we are. I feel like the devs aren't comfortable at all doing this stuff. They're reading the teleprompter. Yeah. They're nervous. They're trying to them. trying Jason to smile did, while they're talking. It's like oh, Jason did seem very like on script, on message. It wasn't yeah. free flowing, and yeah. of course, that's the nature of it. Like Jason, they're just told Jason sit in front of a camera, say what's coming. It's not yeah. like it's not like all right. Well, here's Jason and Reed, and they're gonna have a conversation together about what's coming. Yeah, you know. So it's I love or, or it. like I love what they do doing. with uh is it, is it John Rafcast who yeah, interviewed Jason at the last thing. You know, like John had questions. I'm sure Jason read them in advance, but there was a conversation to it. This is just Jason in front of the camera. Mm. Yeah, but it's a great step in the right direction. I like what they're doing with it. I hope it gets better and they keep listening to the community. And I hope our rewards start being just ludicrous at this point. Just just start showering players with rewards. I mean, uh, Lo-Fi, if you play to that type of level in Call of Duty Black Ops on uh, Blackout, they should be fucking kissing your feet in the game that someone invested that sort of time. They should not be like, can we monetize another $10 out of them? Would you like to buy oh, yeah. a reticle? It's like, no. Where I'm at, I'm kissing their feet buying COD points left and right because like, I, I'm working. I don't want to put all this effort into getting this gun. Yeah, I, I have this cool idea I actually want to share with you all yes, guys. Please, um, please. For zombies, I remember a couple of podcasts you guys were talking about. Well, first off, I want to say that... um. The, one of the biggest features I was most hyped for in Black Ops 4 was the factions. Mm-hmm. And here we are, like, three months later, and it's still not there. But I was thinking about this reward. Like, okay, so weapon skins, exclusive to zombie, zombies. We get that, right? But I was I wanted to take it a little bit further. What if there was exclusive alternate reality weapon skins for, like, Wonder Weapons? Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine if you could make your ray gun look, I don't know, like, retro tech. I don't know. Something cool that they change stuff that's only in zombies, mm-hmm. that you can only interact with zombies. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, how about take it a step further too? Like specialist weapons, you can only get and use oh, yeah. on maps. Unlock them in game, and then maybe you can use them across all. They should be adding specialist weapons if they're so in love with them. It's just like there's yes, keep going. You're right. Just go down the path of just give us everything. Like we can earn it. But if I spend literally, I mean, what's the time to get three thousand six hundred headshots? I w- I want to ask the developers how much time it takes to unlock all the camos inside Black Ops and say. How in the name, like how in a nice way, how does that time to get all those camos translate into a proper reward? The time invested in this, I could be learning a new talent. I could be, I could be starting a business. I could be reading X amount of books. All the the cost benefit analysis of me trying to play your game to get camos. Would you 
do this is what I think I, I keep wanting to reframe this. It's like, would you feel rewarded doing this? Or how about mm-hmm. giving us like you suggest? And what I don't agree. Wants? I don't I don't agree though at all with that sentiment though. What? Because it's not always about the reward. Part of it is also just doing it because you enjoy the game. Sure. Like I play a I play a fuck ton of Tetris ninety nine and I'm level forty five and I get That's absolutely true. nothing for being level forty five. I literally just it's just a number. But that's There's also wait, 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 wait. that's also a brand new game to you. It's a brand new addiction. Oh, yeah. You really enjoy this. It's something you haven't experienced before. We're 10 years into the same format. That addiction exists already, and we have plenty of other games to play. If they're trying to get us to play their most current iteration, they got to be rewarding people at this point. If you're playing Tetris 99 in the future, I mean, the way Tetris 99 is even structured isn't in the same way that Zombies Feedback Loop is. Tetris is a completely different user experience than what a Call of Duty experience would be. I don't know if that's quite a fair comparison. It's a, it, in, in some respects, yes. But if a player just wants to get in and get their uh, addiction out for whatever game or that feeling, if that's what they want in Call of Duty Zombies. But I don't think it's a... I guess that's opinionated, so I'll leave that there. Fine. Fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe. There's just not enough time in the world. Yeah. You have all this... There's so many better things you could be doing... And you're gonna make me grind, spend months to get camos. I don't see the cost-benefit analysis of that. Where Tetris, you can win. It's just simple. I want to win. I want to win. I'm gonna play games. Oh, I did really good. That felt great. And zombies, you don't get like, oh, I got second place, or oh man, those I got a bunch of those, uh, you know, back-to-back Tetrises. I got like five back-to-back Tetrises in a row. I felt like a god. Zombies in the current iteration, I don't have those moments anymore. Where it's just like, oh my god, you know, I didn't do great, but. Man, I completed the Easter egg. Or man, I loved being able to do that step like I did. The moments are very sparse inside BO4 where I'm like, oh man, man, I gotta hop back in game and try and have another experience like that. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what are the mm-hmm. other topics? We have a ton of them. Should we go move on to the patron topics? Because yeah. admittedly, I only have so much time. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh. Yeah. Hit that. Hit that. Hit that. Hit that. World War II Easter egg. Then we can hit the Patreon stuff. Almost, uh, not even a year later, Frozen Dawn, I forget the date of it, the final Easter egg has been solved in Frozen Dawn, which is really good. Uh, where is he? I have forgotten his name. Unpunk, I believe. We are around here. Unpunk kept up his hunt for the Frozen Dawn Easter egg, and Cameron Dayton, who no works at Sledgehammer, and I believe the other developer doesn't work either, both shouted him out. Uh, he was with the, it was the grenades Easter egg that people couldn't really figure out. Um, I'll link you guys the video right now in chat in case you want to follow along. Uh, and he ends up getting the Easter egg basically solved. And then he has a sequence here where he's just like, oh my God, oh my God, I found it. And he's throwing the grenade through basically like targets, uh, little four white blinking lights. And he's just trying to get it right through the middle of them. And because the white grenade stays straight, it's just basically, uh, you know, like a baseball throw through. Uh, and then he ends up getting, uh, he loses his shit as soon as it comes up. Uh, on the last one, I want to show you guys this because it's just ridiculous. This is the stuff you live for, right? When Easter eggs are solved months and months later, everyone's given up the search. This is the thing where people say, no, 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 there's still more. And you're like, yeah, whatever, Jason. I've never seen another one of your Easter eggs still more months later. It's like, yeah, yeah, there's more Ma- Easter eggs World at War. No, there's not. Look at this. A, f- a gun appears, comes out <laughs> for completing this Easter egg. 
that's something that's the classic makeup. Like you got to do all these steps, and then you get a, you get the uh, blunderbuss. It's like no, you don't. He got the thunderbuss in the match. <laughs> that just that's crazy. Congratulations to Unpunk. Absolutely incredible to do that all those months later. Uh, February 25th, finding the last major Easter egg inside. Yeah, that took a, that took, that took a while. That took inside months. Frozen Dawn. That's awesome. February 25th. So that's, when does this map come out? August? I Was it August? Yeah, it must. Or, no, it might no. be September, actually. Well, we tried to get Cameron on in September, and then Activision was like. September, <laughs> October, November, December, January, February, yeah. March. Seven months. Uh, oh, boy. JC's he's back on it. Month two should have released new specialist weapons and zombies and new perks, plus gauntlet during one of the weeks and Easter egg challenges that give you new perk rewards. Instead, players beg for even a dang Christmas hat two to three months into the release, and we don't even get that. <laughs> we, I mean, it is. I'm hoping, again, with factions, it better. It needs to come out soon. But they're two months behind, John. We talk about this over and over again. That two months is devastating. Yeah, because they, they, they spent two months trying to make the game playable. So Just what devastating. Yeah, so... I'm hopeful that, not for factions in the sense, like, I still say, like, factions is not going to bring everybody back. But by the end, it'll make it a better game, is what my hope is. It'll make mm. it for the people that still stuck through and are like, oh, God, I like this now. And maybe we'll get our silly hats and costumes and all the stuff we can play in-game. It's got to be incredible overhaul the way they're talking about it. It's got to be some kind of massive overhaul. If it's something really basic, man, I can't imagine the noise on Reddit and Twitter and YouTube and just sitting in my house where I can hear the fans screaming throughout the hills. Anywho, all right, John, topics, Patreon topics. Okay. Uh, so moving into the Patreon topic, uh, Denizen asks, do you still play Black Ops 4 and not just for the daily callings? Oh, so I know, I know we've talked about this on the show. The daily callings are what are keeping a lot of people coming back. Yep. And it's not even daily callings, by the way. It's tier skips. I don't give a shit about the daily calling. It's the tier mm. skips yeah. is what I care about. Yeah. Yeah, because you the guys... other thing is the 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 actual elixirs. I still don't really use them. I've I've not used. I mean, occasionally when I was doing no, some I of the rushes, I've used some of the consumable ones. But on a general day to day basis, I don't even feel like I want to use the yeah. the elixirs. So I really have no. And, run... and prestiging that just happens. Uh, I so I don't really go for it, and I never use them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, never. and all of that rest of the stuff, except for the tier skip, is just useless to me at the moment. I still have maybe what a thousand five hundred plasma just waiting for the next, uh, yeah, the, the next elixir. drop of the elixirs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Doctor Monty says, "Is it bad that I just figured out why die rise is called die rise?" Uh, yeah, you're a little slow on the times with that one. I had the same epiphany. Like, is it because it's high rise? Die yeah, rise? it's it's a it's a play yeah, it's, on high rise. Oh, good. I was really worried. It was another like electric cherry. For years, I missed that one. I I was like, oh my god. Like, uh, did you do you know so, the electric cherry yeah. one? Just for everybody else that doesn't know no, the electric I don't cherry think one. Electric cherry. Oh, electric I'm, cherry. Yeah. Yeah, electric chair. Electric cherry. Yeah, because it's shaped. Like, that makes sense. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. That was like a year ago. Someone said that to me. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Oh my god, I'm well, so dumb. What the yeah, heck? I know. Is I know. I I'm like, I made posters about this. I'm such a <laughs> jackass. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so it could have been that much better. Read. Yeah. Uh, Redfield McGee asks, uh, "What's your what's your and Reed's opinion on Nixar's Doom video? Did you see the his Doom video? No, because I'm jaded. Milo and Nick are doing video game reviews after I started doing them. I already texted you this publicly. I'm saying it. 
you, I'm, <laughs> I'm just jaded. All right, Every, I don't have the market on it because everyone else does. I mean, girlfriend reviews quotes Donkey, and so it's like she copies Donkey, and I'm like, oh, I also like Donkey. Like everyone just every, takes from yeah, every every channel is a Donkey clone. Yeah, Sorry. basically, it's it's, it's basically it. But I'm just like, fuck, this is such bullshit. Everyone, I just see all the guys like us, John, that were like the storyline analysis guys jumping into game reviews. I'm just like, just give me like a couple months. Give me a few months before you try and steal my market. God damn it. It's, it's an open market. But how many times do you like, if you subscribe to our three zombie guys, do you really want to see Rad Austin 27, Milo, Nick Sorrow's review of Doom or of another game? Like, no, you don't want to see it three times over. So the good news Maybe is. Maybe if you like Doom. But the good uh, news oh. is. With all of us, hopefully we keep doing different games, and so we don't cross over. And because movie reviews, like Nick Sar was great at just doing stuff at a time. He doesn't have to do current stuff. So that's that's mm. fun. He's really he mastered. Like I was give credit where credits due. IW. He went back and did a whole series about IW and thrived with hundreds of thousands of views. He is a master of like I don't care what's relevant right now. I'm gonna make a video about something uh, and make people watch. So go ahead. What's the next? Obi-Wan Jabroni says, uh, hopefully it's not too late. Are you excited as I am about going back to Aether for two maps in a row? Blood extended trailer gets gets me excited about their possible marketing and story continuation. Is that confirmed? What? That we're going back to Aether for two maps? Yeah, yes. is yeah. that actually confirmed? Yeah, that is confirmed. Yeah. Yes. We're going oh, one when, more when chaos. Will, I missed this. When, when was this confirmed? Did they um, do it during the... In the videos. It was in the yeah, update Jason's, video. Jason's community developer update. That's what oh, it was. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, so, I mean, I think pretty much everybody is excited to go back to Aether, and I think that will reignite the community. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it'll, like, revive it. It'll, it'll make people excited be... again. You'll see me and John being like, I mean, Riedel bitched the story isn't what it used to be, but it'll be nice to have some closure. Yeah, yeah, I'm with him. I really, I really wonder if H&E will be really, like, a closing off for the Chaos crew and not just another map with them in it. I think it'll. I think it'll tie together. Um, I think it'll really set up why nine happened. Yeah, and then nine is kind of like that hanger. I, th I think. I think they really pulled a fast. To be honest, we showed you the ending first, and I, then did how we got here. I don't know if it's true. You're still strong on that, John, and you're pretty. You really think nine comes after the next map? I'm not sold on it just yet. I think. I think it's very possible. It's not like no, no, you're wrong, John. It's very. I mean, possible. I haven't dived enough into the. I haven't dived enough into the story to argue it fully, but, but I just. But I think that was my leading because theory. Because Jason and Craig talked about it, we've already done three Sentinel uh challenges and now they're going into the four sentinel challenges that's been going on for three thousand years. We would have to complete all three sentinel challenges before getting into it. So nine would have to come before the very last sentinel challenge. And again they could do all kinds of stuff. I don't know what they're actually doing behind the scenes. So we'll 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 figure it out as it goes. But I think not or ancient evil is really gonna be I think all these maps were really great prequels to set up the start. It's like before we got Indiana Jones, the first movie, they decided to release four movies before it just to build up the actual great movie of Indiana Jones. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ, just why didn't you release the first movie? That's kind of how I feel with Voyage of Despair, Nine, Dead of the Night, are all just, and all four comics, are all, all these senses of the media just to get Ancient Evil where it needs to be as a really good map. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright, so last one, Greer asks, since we talked a lot about Easter eggs this podcast, what's your favorite Easter egg reward? Personally a fan of the lifted walls and Yeah, that's a good one. Lifted walls is a mm, good one. That's a good one. Because that really opens up that space to mm -hmm. that makes I think really the best one of the best places to train we've ever had in zombies. Because you have the fully upgraded staff 
and yep. you just do whatever the hell you want in there. Yep, that's because really I once I once made it to fifty on that map just training in there without uh yep. using path, and that took forever because I wanted those walls open. That might be one of the best ones we've had because it changes the dynamic of how you play. Oh, the I map. love that. I mean, you normally yeah. have to make the trade off of like, hey, if I'm playing solo, I can't. Uh, I, I'm just not gonna pick up the stats. I'm just gonna play with like the Spitfire. That's some of the most fun I had. The Spitfire, the Scar. No, it wasn't. It was the Vivo, something like I can't even remember. Vivo, I think. Yeah, that got. I just had a lot of fun staying in there without the dumb barriers coming down. Um, mm -hmm. I had some other ones. Darn it, off the top of my mind. I love the drop reward. You beat George, and then every future game, if you kill George, you get a Wonder Waffle DG2. Wonder Waffle DG2. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, that's right. It was the DG2. It changes it from a death machine to a Wonder Waffle, so you feel rewarded every game going forward for completing your quest, and you still get the additional perk. They're not punishing you, uh, where it's one or the other. But that's an amazing way to reward players for completing their Easter eggs. That was a really mm -hmm. good one. It's it's those extra little things that wasn't just give them all the perks. What are we gonna do this time? Give them all the perks. How about this time? Give them most of the perks. It's like uh, I don't know. <laughs> give them all the perks I mean, when I they can... die. They don't come. They don't stick around. Yeah. I can't really think what else has been a a decent Easter egg reward. I think the only one that pops to mind is the RK five, and that's not amazing, but it's mm. something. It's a, I'll see. Um, but I can't really think of much else that there has been rewarding. Maybe an honorable mention to to, uh, to Mob of the Dead for ending the game. Because at the, the time... The first that, time. Yeah, the first yeah, time. Yeah, that's what it, it was yeah. the first time it did it. Yes. I mean, I, mean, I know we've since had it happen a lot, but that was the yeah. first. Yes, yeah. To me, like, the greatest reward from an Easter egg wasn't exactly, like, something you get afterwards. Mm. Um, Druk, I think, is the best Easter egg ever. The, the reward we're seeing for the first time in Zombies, like, a Destiny Raid boss mm -hmm. at the end. That was, for me, the reward. Yeah, the journey, the cutscene, there, there's a lot. Because there's an argument I see, I was thinking about when I was trying to dissect our rewards for Easter eggs is we get lore. Our reward for being yes. an Easter egg is lore. And just like, oh, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I, I just played all this for lore. Like, I do love the lore, but I want to keep playing. I want to get the reward. Like, you conditioned me to already enjoy the rewards. And then I got World War II where they just, like, I can go in game and just pick up a, a tape recorder and then I go into the menus afterwards and I get to see Straub in a full cutscene telling me stuff and giving me the lore. So now it's like, oh God, like that's a pretty good method where it doesn't disrupt my gameplay. I feel rewarded for finding these type of things. It's it's tough. I don't have the answers. That's why I'm not developers. That's why I'm not a mm -hmm. manager at a multi-million, billion dollar company. It's just... Uh, I, I, I don't I don't like how BO4's system has become lore only rewards basically. And the game yeah. cutscene. It's like, oh shit. Why I wanna keep playing, right? I don't know. Right. Keep going, mm -hmm. John. No, that was that was gonna wrap it up. Did you guys though? Uh did either you Lofi or uh, Sean have any uh questions you wanted to ask us before? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh you can go first. Oh me, okay. Well I was just thinking during this time, because um, one of the things that kind of um I am a bit worried about about mm -hmm. the next era of Black Ops Four, and mm -hmm. um, is gauntlets. We've been getting them every two weeks or so. Yep. What's next after after the next uh, after the next two maps, and then of course we got redacted as well. Yep. What mm -hmm. comes next to fill the gap? And uh, I put the question: What what do you think would or would be good to fit the gap? It's gonna be factions in my head. It's gotta be factions. Mm -hmm. They gotta release it as was... soon as they're done. That's their deadline. I was thinking about that too, where it's like, you know, once you drop all, all five, I, I guess we'll we'll get a gauntlet for each map. 
So as new maps come, there will probably be a gauntlet that follows within a couple weeks. But once we really knock out these next five gauntlets, we're kind of at a standstill. And maybe maybe the way they, they set up their schedule was it's like, okay, if we release a gauntlet every two weeks, that gives us a two-month buffer to really build factions. And maybe that was their plan. And if that works, I think that is a good what's next. Just before we get too far away, someone, Lord Lombargo, made an excellent point here. goes, uh, best reward, um, potentially IW's Director's Cut mode. Yeah. And yeah. Then, oh, great. No one. doubt. No doubt. That rewards players for going through all the bullshit by making the games fun and easy and giving you everything. And that's that's uh, single-handedly revived IW to incredible status by the end of the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Gauntlet mode for Chronicles 2 will be fun. Oh. Oh yeah, that's definitely coming. Yeah, well, we're gonna have like ten gauntlets by the end of the season, so I think I think that'll actually be a really fleshed, fully fleshed out game mode. Didn't Should they already good. show on the menu they have space for thirty maps or some shit? Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always wanted. You. Oh, go on. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I've always wanted no, some on. feature in the game that allows you to play custom map- zombies maps from the PS4. I know they can do it. I've always wanted that. That's honestly my thing. But I have a question for y'all, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with zombies. Okay. Go ahead. Over here. Um, so, <laughs> my, my social media? I'll, I'll, I won't do that yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but um, growing up, uh, and like when I was in high school and all that stuff, I used to make all these uh, YouTube videos with my friends, like stupid stuff, like mm-hmm. almost akin to maybe Filthy Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, the YouTube monetization is no longer there for that kind of videos. But mm-hmm. I was wondering... I want to get back into that passion that I have of making videos because I used to do this all the time. I have thousands of, not not thousands. I have a lot of scripts that I've written for videos. I just don't. I don't. I don't have people who have the same interests and want to do them. And I need lots of people. Um, what are the video softwares that you guys use to make stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Your videos. Uh, well, you said you said you're on a Mac, right? I remember oh, you. This is a Mac right here, but I've got a full blown PC right there. Uh, well, well, first off, shout out to the fact that you're on a Mac and we didn't have any Discord troubles with you. Yeah. That was yeah. really lucky. Oh, that. <laughs> uh, because I remember we, we had we had trouble with Kyle two weeks ago, um, and that kind of delayed the show, but like, or, but this week, that didn't happen. So, mm-hmm. fantastic way to get your shit together, Discord. <laughs> um, but on, on your MacBook, though, um, I know a lot of people really like Final Cut Pro X. That has come along a lot over the past few years. Um I use Adobe Premiere to edit. I think Reed, you do as well. Yep, I use the Adobe um, Suite. Adobe, do you pay for Adobe? Yes, because I'm not a piece of shit. Um, okay, I am a piece of shit, so I don't pay for it. Um, you, I would recommend doing a student discount if you have any EDU account or something like that. Use that. To yeah, get the a lot of school, a lot of schools. I know my university all. Um, that's great. I think it, Premiere is a little bit daunting to learn. But mm-hmm. once you learn it, it's good. Um, Much better than Vegas. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I'd say don't go Vegas. Um, is Premiere worth the price? Oh, well, uh, if you're paying that's fifty, tough to say. yeah. The problem is they don't let you do just Premiere. Buy just Premiere. They load Premiere into the most expensive package. You have to. So if you're doing you have to get, you, you get the whole month, Adobe. Yeah. So you're gonna. I'd say depending on the level of videos you're gonna make, you're definitely gonna need an editor. Photoshop is good to have. Potentially After Effects, if you want to go down the rabbit hole of effects. Um, I remember, though, there was a... I was watching a video. It was like, why I switched from Premiere to a different uh, editing software. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been pretty popular. Uh, let me find it real fast. I don't recommend it to you, because I think I think sure. it is... Um, 
And if you have any interest, though, in going to, like, the actual entertainment industry, whenever I look up stuff to be an editor, I, it's almost always fun. Oh, Da Vinci. Bag. Yeah, Da Vinci. It's free. Oh, Raygun Project Vin- just brought it up. Yeah, Da Vinci Resolve. That's another one. But I think there's also... Uh, really oh, it's, it's from Black Magic, too, yeah. which I think they do. They make a lot of good stuff. I would look... Yeah. Is, is Da Vinci free, or does it cost? Well, he says it's free, but I swear I looked into that, and it was an expensive <laughs> program just to go relearn another uh, editing software. It might have been the color suite or something like that because it's, it might be the starting to get into DaVinci Resolve. That's the I would look one. into Those are the three would, big ones I hear. Adobe I would definitely products. look into DaVinci though, just because yep. I think if you don't want to get into the subscription model, DaVinci is an option. Yep. There are less wholesome ways to get it for free, but I won't go into that on the show. Yeah, no. Uh, I love <laughs> the Adobe Suite is incredible. Audition, Lightroom, uh, Photoshop. After Effects, I mean, Illustrator, Premiere, you can't beat the software from Adobe products. I absolutely love but all that. It's absolutely the only, great the only... if you're doing everything. And then script-wise, I mean, if you have, you write scripts and stuff like that, I use, um, is it Scrib? What was the name of it? Scribben? S-C-R-I-V-E-N-E-R. I fell in love with that recently, Scrivener. And it's something that, mean, that really helps you organize scripts and has templates and writing all kinds of stuff like that. It's really good. The only okay. thing you really need though is just just a camera. Like just just get out and do it. Whatever. Like if right now you just have iMovie, start with iMovie. Yes. Don't oh, yeah. don't take out a loan to buy a really expensive camera and get all the expensive equipment. It, it's what does Casey Neistat say? Story is king. Doesn't matter if you tell the good mm-hmm. story, people don't care the quality. Gus Johnson's a great example of that. One of the biggest YouTube like comedy sketch guys on the on the platform now, as he keeps growing, and he just he'll literally instead of buying a costume and all this expensive stuff, he'll just tape a sign that says like Jared Fogel on his chest, <laughs> and, like and then you're he, like, he's Jared. All right, let's make fun of this pedophile <laughs> piece of garbage. If you're making the if you're making the videos and you say to yourself, like, or if if really you're, if you're just making the videos, and got a good thing going, and you're using whatever it is, iMovie. Then maybe start to learn like some of the more advanced or some of the more professional products, mm-hmm. um, because then you have like a reason you're invested in it. But j- just get out and do it. I'd say. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, yeah. I had the the problem as well. Well, coming from uh, back when I I started just looking at well, I started the retro stick sheep stuff. <laughs> Um, I uh, I started uploading videos of like just gameplay with my friends because it was great fun. We were having a great time, and I thought it would be you know something we could remember, just looking back on it mm-hmm. uh, together. And then I thought, okay, well this is quite fun. What if I uh, what if I try and do something like make videos of some sort, uh, any kind of things on my own? And uh, I did a oh sorry I did a couple, and I got bored like hell because i was just not having fun anymore it was like putting the effort into it was just more than what i was actually having fun to do and i was like wow i i really prefer making videos with other when when other people are involved otherwise i just get so bored i want to procrastinate it for from it so i can kind of see where where um Sweet and Lo-Fi is coming from when he's like trying to get the motivation back to do it. Yeah. Because I would love to go back into doing like making just random videos for no reason. But I just, you know, got so demotivated by doing it myself and just having no fun anymore. It was like, uh, yeah. Uh, You're describing both of you are hitting on the big struggle of making, being a content creator, a solo content creator. When you don't have a whole office and you see a rooster teeth or you see, all these like vloggers together and they have a whole crew of people working together. It's just like, it, it's, 
crushing because you're like, oh my God, I actually want to work and have fun with all these people making videos. That is, that's the dream where most likely a guy like PewDiePie just sitting alone in his room every day, even though he's never on the platform, <laughs> there's only one PewDiePie. And man, mm. even he has gone through so many ups and downs because of it, because of how hard it is to work by yourself, be consistent. He has editors, but you're alone in this room. That's what I find. Every time I go downstairs and I go to work every day, it's just like there's no one to be like, hey, how you doing? All this cool story. There's no works of inspiration. There's nobody to bounce ideas off. It's just you. It's just like, mm. it. I mean, how arrogant do you have to be to think, oh, yeah, I'm going to be able to come up with all the best ideas by myself? Re mm. No. No. I'm going to be able to put out the best products possible by myself all the time forever. It's just not going to happen. I mean, that's why I do the damn podcast. So I can actually have an excuse to talk to other people to help <laughs> yeah. me do other things and develop better ideas and perspectives. And you mentioned Rooster Teeth. I, I love Rooster Teeth. That was my, I like, well, growing up watching them, they're like, I want to work in like a facility like that and make videos with my friends and all. But yeah. recently I've had a massive upsurge of motivation to do this kind of stuff with my that's friends. And awesome. I've been, with me and my friend, we've been writing a script for a documentary that has nothing to do with anything in particular. It's mm -hmm. more like a romp on myself, which that's a big problem about when I write scripts. I have a mm -hmm. lot of inside jokes that I don't care to explain. Mm, anyway, thank you guys so much mm -hmm. for that. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank yeah. you guys for coming on the show. Thank you to everybody that uh, came out and donated. Mr. Drow, thank you for the donation. Hey, Reed and company can't watch live, so I'll catch you on the replay. Have a good day, gentlemen. Thank you so much for the donation. Supporting thank the show. You. Uh, thank you, too, for coming out. Um, John, thank you so much for being able to do this out in Toronto. Thank you all for coming out to watch and listen to yet another episode of the Zombros. We'll have this on iTunes and Spotify as soon as possible. Um, and we'll see you now. Next week is going to be different. It's either going to be a late show Sunday night or a 2 p.m. show on Monday. It depends because John is having weird scheduling issues. So we'll figure that out. Prestigious Key is coming on the following week. So mm -hmm. the 17th. So be excited yep. for that. I didn't even get to talk about ZWL this week. I'll cover it next time. Thank you so much for watching. You're all absolutely wonderful. And stay safe until we see you in the next one. Bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.